on Beyond the Headline. Ten minutes after five o'clock, we're in conversation next with Dr. Leon Schreiber, Member of Parliament from the Democratic Alliance. The Supreme Court of Appeal has dismissed the ANC's bid to challenge a ruling that compels it to hand over the cadre deployment records to the Democratic Alliance. According to the DA, today's ruling means that the ANC has five working days uh, to hand all, over all of the records requested by the party. For more on this, uh, Dr. Schreiber now joining us on the line. Dr. Schreiber, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So the SCA not even wanting to hear this matter because they don't see any prospects of success. Good afternoon, Aldrin. Yes, indeed, that is the, the gist of the order. Uh, the judge is finding that uh, there's no grounds for leave to appeal, and there are also no other compelling reasons outside of that for them to even entertain this case. Now, if you keep in mind that the DA originally won this particular case in the Johannesburg High Court, and the ANC then tried to appeal at that court, and, and were dismissed with costs there as well. It really should be very clear now to uh, anyone in the ANC that this is uh, a case that they are not bound uh, to succeed in and that uh, it is clearly in the public interest that these documents be made public. And so it really is now time for us uh, to get hold of the record so that we can see how the ANC actually influences and interferes with these appointments. What if this matter goes to the Constitutional Court? Is there any possibility, do you think, that the ANC could try and petition the Constitutional Court? Look, they have, of course, their legal rights, and, and, and we will respect any such process. So that is for them to answer. But I think it's pretty clear to anyone who's been following this particular matter that they have no prospect of success there either. Um, you know, it's gone through various uh, court processes now. Different judges have weighed in on this, and they've been absolutely unanimous. Um, because I think the reality is that uh, cadre deployment is not something that is confined to the ANC. The decisions that are taken at the cadre deployment committee and, and, and those decisions then being used to influence appointment processes have very real consequences for the public, uh, not only in terms of the people who actually end up getting appointment, uh, appointed and their lack of skills or ability to do the job, but also when we see failing service delivery, when we see ESCOM collapsing, when we see you know, roads exploding, um, uh, load shedding, etc., these are the tangible results that the public have to live with uh, 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 when wrong decisions are made in terms of appointments. And so it's crystal clear now through the court processes that because it impacts the public, the public has a right to know. What's your intention here? What is it that you want to achieve with this? So, I mean, we are waging a lawfare campaign against ANC cadre deployment, and we're really coming at it uh, from two angles. The first one is this case, which is a case about transparency. And the reason this is important, Alden, is because the ANC has for more than two decades used secrecy to actually get away with this. So, in other words, they have managed to influence appointment decisions in secret because we haven't had a mechanism to actually expose the way in which this committee gets together inside Latuli House and undermines appointment processes. So that's the one angle. You know, they say sunlight is the best disinfectant, and we need to get this out in public, and we need the ANC to know that their decisions and interference will be exposed. But the second plank is just as important, and that is really going after the foundation of cater deployment with the second court case that we, that we are pursuing, where we've asked the Pretoria High Court to actually declare the policy unconstitutional and illegal. So we believe the combination of transparency and getting a, a declarator of illegality 
will really be fundamental to bringing an end to this practice. Yeah, and 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 I think it's a question that I raised with you before, uh, Dr. Schreiber, is that if eventually the ANC um, does um, does do what is required of them as per the court order and follow through on the court order, um, you look at the Zondo Commission and when the president was appearing at the Zondo Commission and he told the commission that uh, there were no minutes from the 2012 to 2017 uh, committee, so no minutes of the meetings of that committee from 2012 to 2017. What does that then do to your case? Well, it's very interesting that uh, the president said something like that before Judge Sondo, because the ANC has not once, throughout this entire court process, actually uh, said the same thing to the court. In other words, at no point has the ANC suggested, while this matter was before the courts, that these documents do not exist. So in a sense, that appears to contradict what the president has said about meeting minutes. But the other important thing, uh, aside from the fact that, they, that those records may well actually exist, given the way the ANC has conducted itself through this case, is the fact that we've not only asked for minutes. We've been very deliberate. We asked for, indeed, meeting minutes, but we also asked for records of decision. We've asked for email threads. We've asked for WhatsApp conversations. We've asked for CVs mm. and any other relevant document that ever emerged out of the ANC's catered deployment process. And so it's going to be very, very difficult for the ANC to pretend that these things don't exist when they never raised this matter before the court. And we will not hesitate, if it comes to it, to approach the courts for a contempt of court order to hold people liable. And we've seen what happens when people are in contempt of court, you can end up going to jail. So the ANC is going to have to sooner or later share what they have. Yeah. Um, what do you say to people who argue that you're trying to interfere in the internal affairs and private internal affairs of an autonomous body of another political party? Um, and I'm sure even the Democratic Alliance has its own meetings around where it decides also who should be deployed where. I would say to that that just look at what the courts have now established in terms of, of, this, of these rulings. Uh, it is the ANC that is interfering in the operations of an autonomous body known as the public administration. So the ANC, by virtue of the proven reality that we now see before the courts, uh, that it uses its political power to actually secretly dictate and interfere with appointment processes Remember, we're not talking about politicians. We're talking about civil servants, public mm -hmm. administrators. Um, that is the very reason why the court has said that it must be made public. So what we are seeing here is confirmation that the only inappropriate interference is the interference that the ANC has for decades perpetrated into appointment processes through this particular mechanism. And of course, where, uh, where information is of a private nature that has no relevance to the public, then, of course, that information does not have to be made public. But by definition, we are now seeing that the courts have agreed with the DA that this is not private information because it impacts the public, and then the public has a right to know. Thank you so much for your time. Dr. Leon Schreiber there, a member of parliament from the Democratic Alliance.